This is a News Laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. This is episode 27. I uh, want to mention something before I start. All of you who've seen Shashi Tharoor's speech at Oxford Union, he contended that the British owes reparations to its former colonies. And since India's won, they owe us reparations. Uh, it was a very well-argued speech, Shashiji, but we, the News Laundry gang, uh, have our own version of it. And it's on newslaundry.com. Please check it out. Tell us what you think. Does the Congress owe reparations to India? Also, News Laundry Hafta is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you're listening to this, on, to this podcast on SoundCloud, you can find the iTunes link below in the description. Remember, when the public pays, the public is served. Click on I pay to keep news free on newslaundry.com and get involved. So today on Hafta, we are missing Anand. He is away on some lecture kind of stuff. What scientists do, I guess. Uh, there's Madhu. Hi. Arunab and Manisha. Hello. And Hi. me, Abhinandan. And this podcast is produced by Karthik Mijhavan. So the topics that were hot in mainstream media this week, one was the porn ban and then the unban. We do still don't know where it stands because it's apparently the sites are still blocked. There was the parliament disruptions and the speaker, Sumitra Mahajan, suspended 25 Congress MPs. Uh, the Modi government has decided to drop a new amendment in the Land Acquisition Act and at least many newspapers saw this as a victory of Sonia and the Congress. Uh, that's how it was covered by many editorials as well. Uh, amendments to the Whistleblowers Protection Act on which Arunab is doing a story. Uh, it should be hopefully on by the time this goes online. And uh, the terrorist who was captured yesterday in Udhampur and the media is calling him Kasab Jr. the second Kasab. Right? So what should we start with? Madhu, you want to go first? Pawn ban, what is the status? Anyone knows? We've done a clothesline on this. You know, I think what the ban and the unban shows uh, exposes a rather serious issue, actually. Hmm. Uh, Although it's comical in terms of that you have a government that bans something as ridiculous as pawn and then unbans it. I think it shows something very serious that there have been a number of incidents where the government orders something and then backtracks, which in one way is a good thing that, all right, they are not ego-ridden ridden, and they will change their mind if the people show that they are against what they've ordered. Mm. So in one sense, it's a good thing. On the other, it is worrisome because, one, it exposes that they haven't thought it through. They, they should have the foresight as a government to know how people will react before something is ordered, such as even in the land bill. They have not prepared the groundwork if they want to pass such a land bill, they've not given information out to the states, to the rural people, the villagers who will be affected. All that information has not gone out, and I see it as not being thought through. Mm-hmm. So, and again, with the income tax laws, an order was given that you have to give the in all form. your, you fill in a form of all your travels for and the last then the 10 form years. Was then they withdrew it. So, what it shows is that either uh, there are officials and bureaucrats who get carried away with themselves and just give the order, and then when there's a huge backlash, then they say, oh, oh sorry, oops, uh, no, we'll change it. Mm. So I think, one, the lack of foresight, lack of thinking through is worrisome. I'm glad that they, if they have the... Uh, well, we don't know if they've actually backtracked because apparently the ban, at least those websites are still blocked. But I think more than uh, they should have the foresight to see how people will react. I think if a government has, in its wisdom, thought something through has very good arguments and has really, you know, come to a decision after going through the due process 
of taking all views on board, then it doesn't matter how the people react. The thing is that each time there is an online storm, there's a Twitter storm or there's this outrage, they're reacting to outrage, which means they're letting the mob lead them. That economy is really worrying. That tomorrow if people shout about X, they'll say, okay, ye kar do. Like, and I think that has been a tendency even during the campaign. Uh, so yeah, that is worrying for the government. And the, and the second thing that you said about, you know, officers taking decisions. I mean, I, I really wonder, A, if that is happening, that so much for this Sarkar being so strong. You know, people say, Manmohan Singh ki koi nahi sunta, they do what the hell they want. Here one hears that you can't even, you know, leaf doesn't change its position in Latians without Mr. Modi saying so. And B, if it's happening, then that's even more scary. What do you think on this? How was the coverage, Manisha? Any clarity you have? What is banned, what is not? No one seems to know. Well, apparently now only child uh, sites that don't promote, uh, that have nothing to do with child pornography will be back. So, and I, thi I think it's also the whole episode shows, uh, you know, is testimony to bureaucratic inefficiency where I think uh, the order was to ban sites that promote or host child porn, but they just went about banning all sites. At what stage do you think that happens? I guess they just don't know. Like even sites like Nine Gag and all were banned. So I'm guessing college humor. Yeah. So it's funny because in my office, I remember in Business Standard, uh, of course, in offices also you can't ban, uh, you can't watch pornographic sites. Really? What kind of office is that? <laughs> oh my God. But they had, you know, I couldn't log on to Papa Jones. What is Papa Jones? Site. It's a pizza, whatever. Oh. Well, they so don't want you. Yeah, it happens. Pizza. I guess. This, I guess there are some keywords and they just ban according to I don't know Papa maybe. Possible. <laughs> Jones, I don't know. What do you so think? I don't <laughs> maybe know, this is what happened with <laughs> What have you been surfing online lately? So I was uh, supposed to research on a piece on porn that never happened. But, uh, you did a lot uh, of research. In the news laundry office. <laughs> the piece uh, never happened. In the news laundry office, <laughs> there, there was, was porn. Research. I mean, you know. There was, was or there wasn't? There, there was, there was. It's also, it's got to do with certain, uh, 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 certain uh, ISPs, right? I don't think anything's bad on Airtel. So no, I don't think so. I think every ISP has because I read I read a piece on this. No, because a certain uh, website X videos is supposed to be banned, which which was in the list of uh, which was in the list of eighty seven eight fifty seven websites right. that was documentary block that was uh, available on uh, in the news laundry office at least. Really? Yeah. Wow. So God, I, we are such <laughs> rebels. Us go us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just think. Uh, uh, the uh, X videos had a really interesting tweet. Did you see that? It got yeah. some publicity, how they took the uh, PM. Uh, so they said, so X videos posted a link from the Guardian. Indian government bans xvideos.com. Vote better next time. <laughs> <laughs> there was also this funny picture of Arvind Kejriwal tweeted out saying that, where he's saying that, I Wi-Fi free kar diya. Center ne pawn ban kar diya. This is just a sajish. They're not letting us work. <laughs> this is what is the use? Sajish. Uh, even I saw that. That's yes. very interesting. Uh, this is me <laughs> with Arvind and her topi. And it yeah. says, uh, ji, hume kaam karne nahi dete. Mainne Wi-Fi free kar diya, bon bon ban kar diya. <laughs> So anyway, that was one. The second uh, is the... A good one I got was uh, an image of Rahul Gandhi. Hmm. And it said that I kept quiet when you banned Maggie noodles. <laughs> I kept quiet when you banned... Um, what was the second Beef. thing? Beef. I kept quiet um, uh, when you banned uh, porn. Hmm. But now, if you're going to ban, cho ban Chota Bheem, I cannot <laughs> keep quiet. That's where we draw the line. 
Okay. Uh, there's some controversy regarding the Maggie ban yesterday. So apparently, some news channels reported uh, that yeah. the ban has been revoked. Yeah. And not revoked. They said that some that two labs have given it. Yeah, it's safe two to two eat. labs, two government-approved labs said safe. Safe to eat. And the stock, stock price went, went up, up by eight percent. And mm. then FSI has come with a clarification that uh, there's been no. And it's crashed six percent yeah. again. So I don't know what exactly happened. So Actually, yeah, I saw that. I thought someone's made a killing yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Someone's made, someone's a, killing made a killing in those two days. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether it, uh, it's fair to speculate it was done on purpose. But even I, I saw that piece that you know when the two government labs have yeah. said uh, Maggie's safe to eat and the stock pr- prices went through the roof with mm. 10 percent in one day. So well, yeah, that's mm. how the stocks work. Just one lab says something, but but you speak to anyone, they'll say the market, the fundamentals are strong, whatever that means. Okay, uh, then uh, uh, the Land Acquisition Act, uh, they have changed the clause. Does anyone want to educate us on what clauses have been changed? I think uh, the social assessment yeah. and uh, consent are back uh, as it was in the UPA UPS bill. Time. So yeah, those were the most uh, contentious uh, parts in the bill. So I suppose the NDA has pretty much bowed down to... I mean, pressure from whatever quarters there were. So uh, this is pretty much like the UPA bill now. So those it were is. So exactly. In terms of consent, it's the same percentage. Yeah, the, con- it's the same. The consent and the most the social assessment was the most uh, contentious part, yeah. right? So that's mm-hmm. back now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty much like the UPA two bill. Although I haven't read it in entirety, the new bill, but that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. There was a piece on the op-ed page in the Express yesterday on this, on how it's you know back to square one and. Um, in fact, uh, Vivek uh, Call uh, has written a piece in First Post on this, if I'm not wrong. He says that, you know, Modi says that he's going to be decisive. You have the piece open in front of you. Uh, I don't know if you want to tell us what it's about. Yeah, th- I haven't read the piece though. I just okay, so uh, it's basically just, it says, will the real Narendra Modi please stand up? That, you know, Modi says something about, uh, in fact, the second last paragraph says something. Will you tell us that was that also Chunavi Jumla? Could you just quote what that says, the, just the second last paragraph? It is, worth, uh, it is worth asking here if the plank of economic development and jobs uh, was also an electoral jumla. From how things are going right now, that is how it seems like. To conclude, the Narendra Modi that we saw in the run-up to the looks of elections was a different man from the Narendra Modi we're seeing now. Will the Narendra Modi, real Narendra Modi please stand up? So basically that if you want you know, job creation that as promised, you have to have some, some industrial revolution and according to that piece you need a different uh, land law. Although when I read this piece, I was just struck because two days ago there was a piece in the Hoot that claimed that, uh, you know, there's been a diktat at first post and they aren't allowed to do any Mm. stories that are very critical of uh, Mr. Modi and all that. And uh, I don't know, did you guys read that piece? Madhu, have you seen that piece in the Hoot? There was a brief in the Hoot that said that uh, they can't be writing stories against... And there was uh, a... Now, two days after that, there's a piece (coughs) (laughs) which says Narendra Modi is Chinavi Jumla. So then how true is it? Maybe no one's listening. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently there have been... uh, Resignations have been handed in over there. But... It's a different and matter that people And apparently a piece on Arun Jaitley was pulled down. Yeah, it was piece critical of Arun Jaitley. It was pulled down. By so, uh, anyone else read anything on the uh, land acquisition bill, which you thought was... O- oh, by the way, I saw one really interesting thing, uh, again online, where Sumitra Mahajan, who has just suspended these people for disrupting parliament, someone's been <laughs> tweeting or uh, circulating a picture of her when she was in the opposition disrupting parliament. So I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I found so. the images of Sonia Gandhi, uh, mm. her Narabaji. Uh-huh. It just seems comical. It's so just not her. She looks so not part of the 
texture of the country. You should shouting like it's play acting. It's very <laughs> weird. Yeah, I agree. Those pictures are quite funny. It's I've never funny. seen a this aggressive. Yeah, and it's funny. She looks like a you know, it it just doesn't go with her personality and like she's trying to be something else. And I guess it's a schizophrenic life if you've been born and brought up in Italy and then you come back and you're. But fair? Is it fair to, for those guys to be kicked out of parliament? Views everybody? I think it. I think it. They, she did the Congress a favor because the Congress was an impasse on how to break it. Hmm. So now you think they've won brownie points and they're going to get sympathy? No, I didn't say that. No, I don't. Th I don't think it's fair though. I mean, I think BJP was equally. I mean, they d disrupt a lot, and it's. I mean, it's just it. It's up to the. Uh, government to figure out way to so make sure that, that debates happen and, and strike and get the opposition on, on board. What is useless is the logic of the Congress party doing it. That mm. because they did it to us, we're going mm. to do it to them. Mm. And that doesn't make sense to me. That's mm. too childish. If you're going to achieve something mm. as the opposition by doing this, I'd say go ahead. But you haven't achieved anything. What have you done? Well, and you've just done a tit for tat, <coughs> which they say, yes, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. tit for tat. And, and it's quite a pair. But interestingly, uh, while watching television, you know, there was discussions on this on prime time. Uh, Arnab somehow seemed to be blaming the Congress for this and mm. was kind of backing the BJP's decision and saying, you know, uh, whereas the IBN anchor said that it is up to the government to make it work. And there was one more channel, I forget which. So, I don't know, there has been speculation that after Arnab's two-day leave, he seems to have been rather kind to BJP ever since he's come back. And Noticeably so. Noticeably. Don't you have... Is, it's not just me, right? Even last night. He's just really? suddenly... Yeah. After going... Uh, that whole Sushma... It's funny, actually, because they are... The, the, reason, the reason for disruption is the whole Sushma Swaraj. Yeah. A big part of that is the whole Lalit Modi Sushma Swaraj story, which Times now went to town with. And now he's saying no... Yeah, talk about backpedaling. He's That's suddenly yeah. so kind to them. I don't know what happened, dude. Let us know what, you know, some calming influence. Maybe I also need it. Considering how rude I was in my interview, I've been trashed for. I was so rude to Ashish Khetan. But, but one thing, uh, you're saying Sonia was out of place in that protest. There's this image that Pooja Mehra has tweeted out. Uh, she's a journalist as well. Uh, of Manmohan Singh also. Said the, I think Manmohan seems as Manmohan Singh seems as out of place in a protest as Sonia <laughs> and he's standing under a placard that says speak up Prime Minister <laughs> <laughs> this is the irony of irony that he strategically has placed himself with a black armband <laughs> and I can I can make out on his face he's like thinking like what the fuck am I doing here like how did this happen <laughs> so yeah you should uh, you can see the link of this it'll be under the podcast okay uh, then there were the amendments to the Whistleblowers Protection Act, a piece that uh, Arunab is working on. Arunab, you want to just give us some gyan on this because this is actually really alarming in my view. So, uh, yes, the uh, the bill has been already uh, it's been already passed in the Lok Sabha. So, it's uh, it's been tabled in the Raj Sabha. Nothing will probably happen because there's nothing happening. So, essentially, uh, uh, there was always a, a clause which, says, which said that information likely to affect the sovereignty and integrity of India uh, security, strategic, scientific no, econ or economic interests of the uh, state should not be disclosed. But that's been added now. I mean, I mean a lot of other stuff has been added now. And um, most importantly, uh, now it says that uh, 
uh, only information that's available available under RTI, you know, only whistleblowers, you know, leaking information available under RTI will be protected. So no other information will be protected. So if somebody is uh, oh. uh, somebody is uh, uh, exposing any kind of corporate uh, uh, or private entities, uh, you know, uh, mm. practices, he will not come under the Whistleblower Protection Act. Mm. And also, uh, or any military related stuff, because there's so many military yeah. stuff. Because, because the OSA has come, also the OSA has also been uh, mm. anything, any information revealed under the OSA, then again, the whistleblower will not be protected. Mm. Also, any cabinet notes, except for under, except for the ones obtained under the RTI, again, they will not not be protected. So, but what kind of whistleblower? But is yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. mean, RTI, it's your job to protect the, the RTI. Pretty much yeah, kills the whistleblower act. Basically. This is alarming. I'm really shocked how this has got such little coverage. Has there been any prime time debates on this? I mean, I saw a story on it, but is anyone aware of any prime time debates on this? No. I think but there I was. A, I think the, I saw one prime time debate when it was passed back in May. Okay. I think it was Arnab uh, when, when the when it was passed in the Lok Sabha. So I think it'll. I, I, I suppose once uh, you know. Discussion happens in the Raj Sabha. I suppose uh, channels will pick up, perhaps. What I don't get is how something as big as this, mm -hmm. this pretty much trying to kill anyone who can, uh, you know, uncover corruption. How something as big and obvious as this just goes without comment or without any in discussion. In fact, this is I've in many ways it's so reminding me of the emergency. You know, things are being slipped in slowly, one by one, one by one, and it's big like the frog, you know, mm. who's in a simmering pot. It's not a boiling pot. So it's a simmering pot and we're just taking it quietly. Mm. And also there is this, uh, there is no great, an average Indian citizen does not feel personally affected if a whistleblower is not protected, unless it is your brother or father oh, or, right. or sister. So they, it doesn't connect with them, so it's not a, a big mm. um, issue. But I think that when it all adds up, it's too late. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, okay. I'm surprised that journalists have not protested because they are also in some sense whistleblowers. Right. Yeah, and a lot of information that you can get uh, for your stories could come yeah. from whistleblowers. Yeah. And, that would and frankly, I don't know what, I mean, uh, somebody using the RTI to obtain information, I mean, it's your mm -hmm. job to bloody ensure that that person is... I mean, you're not doing us a favor by passing a bill that says, oh, you'll be safe if you use the RTI. Exactly. It's supposed to be safe. The next I mean, step of the RTI was that people won't have to file an RTI. All mm. the information you need will just be put online. Mm. You know, file notings, everything will be put online. But uh, I mean, that is bizarre. And also... Um, uh, and the kind I of shit they keep passing off in the name of sovereignty and security, that's alarming, you know, because that's what the whole argument is, you know, mm. called country sovereignty and security cannot be compromised. But then you're compromising your own people's security, so I don't see what sovereignty and security are protecting. And what they're doing to RTI itself, we are working on a piece which we don't want to give away too much about, uh, for which we've filed a bunch of RTIs, and the information we've asked for isn't some ro like major information, it's just that very basic information, which land in Delhi, no army related stuff, just regular stuff. That 40 days have passed, we filed an appeal, no RTI response has come. Mm. So, as it is, the RTI is getting killed, Upar se, you're coming up with stuff like this, you know, it really makes you wonder at the seriousness of fighting corruption by this government. So it's quite funny. So, basically, if you make a complaint about a, about a certain department of the government, uh, so, and you say there's corruption happening there. So, the, that department of the government has to approve that this does not, uh, this does not violate the exemptions. Then it will be passed on to the CVC. So, CVC cannot <laughs> see it until unless the department actually says, yes, this is a valid complaint against us, please look into it. We should put this under loony laws. So we really need yeah. this as a loony law. 
Uh, okay, then um, there was uh, the live coverage of uh, when Modi had tweeted that's going to be a major announcement at 6.30. So there's all sort of speculation what he's going to announce. Yeah. And then, you know, he came up with this entire Naga peace plan. I was just wondering that while there was a live uh, coverage of that, because uh, people, I guess, were speculating what it's going to be about and because Modi was coming out. Following that at night, there were not many discussions on prime time about that, which surprised me. Did anyone else notice that? Because there's nothing contentious about it. But then why were they doing live coverage of it? That's would, they people, would people come out on a debate and say that it was it's wrong for him to have announced the package? No, there was no debate on it. Okay, but they create a debate on anything these days. What do you think? Uh, since you're from the Northeast, uh, Arnab, do you think they ignore it very often? I was a little surprised when they were doing this. They cut to it live and they were just showing the whole speech live. So Arnab said it should be shown live because it is a huge announcement. Hmm. Uh, in terms of NSC9 has you know the biggest you know problems since independence. Yeah, but who will you find to debate? Yeah, exactly. That's it's another, a, that's it's another a bad reason thing to do. There weren't enough experts who would crash speak. It's a good on thing. So na speak on Nagaland anyway. So hmm. that's probably another. Modi reason. anyway, anytime he speaks is always cut live. What if I mean I was wondering if it's Rajnath Singh would they have showed cut the whole live? thing live? I don't think so. Interesting. Maybe yeah. just a little, you know, maybe just a news flash. No, you're right. Absolutely. I think they cut live to it because Modi had tweeted yeah, a big so announcement. Had Rajnath tweeted, I don't think they would have cut live to him. The terrorist caught in Udhampur. Sorry, before we get to that, I just want to mention two fantastic pieces. Uh, I saw this interview and, you know, it reminded me because we had that discussion on the death penalty. Madhu also was on a uh, big fight on it. There was the interview in Hard Talk <coughs> on the BBC of this guy. I think he was the warden at Connecticut. He was in charge of basically putting everyone to death. Mm. Uh, I, I forget what his exact designation was, but he was basically a trained psychologist, a psychiatrist, mm. I think. And he had signed on to the prison system because he was supposed to do some study and figure out you know, how they can um, psychologically have systems for the prisoners mm. to reform. And I think this sometime in the 60s or 50s. And then he somehow ended up being in charge Oh. For all the death penalty, uh, for all, all the death row convicts, mm. because earlier there wasn't execution in that state. Later mm. they brought it back, and he was the one who did the first signed the order. When you say in charge, you mean him? What does that mean? He that monitors means the whole. Yeah, he monitors and he gives the final flick the switch. Okay. No, it's an injection now. Now it's an injection. Huh. So back then, so they were just, and he now has become this huge votary. It's of an intravenous. Bad it is. Mm. That was a fantastic uh, interview, I thought, um, which hopefully uh, we can um, find a link to and people can watch that. Um, any other great pieces of you guys saw on television or paper anyone wants to share? Uh, there's this really nice piece on Fountain Inc., which I think everyone should read. Uh, it's headlined, The One Who Got Away. <coughs> it's about, um, you know, there were 40 uh, workers who were kidnapped in Iraq uh, when uh, ISIS came and took over Mosul. And there's this one person who survived, Harjit Masi, and uh, Fountaining has tracked that person in Punjab. Uh, they have interviewed him extensively for over three days. And um, while the, uh, the Ministry of External Affairs uh, stated that you know, these guys are safe and well, uh, Harjit's account states that they were all gunned down. And he narrates his entire uh, time there and how he was uh, kidnapped by ISIS, how he saw the shooting, and it's, it's a very lovely piece. Everyone should read it. 
Hmm, and it goes so against the Ministry of External Affairs. It goes Affairs. against the Ministry of External Affairs narrative. And apparently, uh, the people who were kidnapped repeatedly called the embassy and they didn't get any help. And while and uh, the fact that they're all dead, basically. The so Indian how come nobody in News Laundry thought of doing it? Yeah, we were, we were very envious when it came up. Mm -hmm. And did think that, damn, we should okay. have done this story. Also, one, but, I think, um, excellent debate conducted was on this... Um, uh, issue uh, of uh, the ban on porn, uh, which was on um, IBN. I think Zaka Jacob has started actually conducting some pretty good debates. That was so funny. I think it was really funny and he controlled it really well. So I, I think he's, uh, he's demonstrated a couple of fantastic debates without shouting too much. Yeah, I, so I think Zaka Jacob is uh, one good find. I think Swami is the best find <laughs> so from for journalists. He's always entertained us for the last 40 years. I must say, he's, he, Lalu, there's some really good material for journalists. I don't have any piece that you really like this week that you'd like to share with our viewers. I think uh, I read this piece yesterday in the Quint, which I really liked. Uh, it's called One Year on the Rotak Sisters Story is Symptomatic of a Crisis. Hmm. So this is a piece about, uh, uh, you know, how, the, I mean, I'm sure our viewers, our uh, listeners know about the uh, whole Rotec incident when two girls supposedly fought back against uh, two guys who were trying to molest them. And m much happened after that, uh, and uh, certain people in the certain, certain witnesses said that it wasn't the case. So, but the story is about how, uh, you know, uh, you know, what the fight was actually about. The fight was about a seat uh, in the bus. And how you know thousands of you know children, th thousands of young uh, students, you know, uh, living in uh, you know uh, Haryana, have to travel 40, 50 kilometers to come to the nearest col uh, colleges, and how there's a huge rush during the morning and while going back. So the story is about you know this transportation crisis in Haryana, about lack of buses, and uh, you know, and I think it's a very well done story, a lot of uh, you know a lot of numbers. And uh, it's a simple story, but I think uh, very well done and yeah, interesting. Yeah, I saw it, and they've used the d data and the graphics. Yeah, they've well used the data and, and the graphics. Also. I think it's good online journalism. Yeah, um, this one uh, story that I was a bit, um, you know, concerned with, and this is, I think, symptomatic of, um, uh, and I, I don't know, maybe th it's they're not at fault. Madhu, I know, thinks otherwise, and you guys think if you're live, you sometimes slip up all the time. Uh, one was uh, Anand Narsimhan, you know, Arnab Light, uh, on uh, Times Now, yesterday when they were talking about this um, terrorist who was caught. Mm. Uh, so he was talking about people who still think peace works and all, which you could agree with them or disagree with them. Uh, he shouted on prime time, people like this should be silenced. <laughs> like that, you know, that culture, I think that for a lot of, you know, fantastic things that Arnab has done for journalism, of you know talking a certain way to politicians, which no one could have dreamt of earlier, and bringing this you know public anger to the fore. One thing he's done is that if you are not <laughs> towing the line that you know uh, that that the, the Times now thinks you should be towing, mm. such voices need to be silenced is a very worrying thing for a journalist to say. But you know, uh, that's, yeah, that's it's interesting. I was watching one of the old news track tapes. I think it's the same one in which. Uh, the Bombay, the closing of the Bombay uh, riots in '93, possibly that one. I'm not sure, but I watched a couple. And in one of my closings, I said that security, all the security, is is being used up by VIPs. Hmm. And people have said that we we want more security in our cities and towns. And my last line is, when will these politicians ever learn? How that many years ago was that? 20 years ago. 
so they haven't learned the vips still get all the security <laughs> and this is what i'm saying is that somehow whoever comes into power they just do the same things It becomes that what they replaced and one more thing was uh, this is a piece on uh, india today tv on this um, some you know ma of she calls herself they call yeah, her the god Radhe woman radhema Radhe she's yeah, really good looking uh, yeah she's an attractive <laughs> lady i'm glad i didn't say that uh, radhema is quite hot she so really <laughs> is <laughs> but but but, uh, but you know what now honestly she is she's hotter than any of these actresses the, but the thing about she's this not. radhema thing she's okay aruna doesn't think she's hot theek hai yaar let me see theek hai in my old age you become a lecherous old uncle you're still young but well, i'm not lecherous i'm looking at her look she's look at the way she dances she's fabulous so no now my problem with this piece was that this i, I mean it was almost i think 5 minutes long this whole um, thing about radhema dancing um 4 minutes long and um rahul kamal said that and there's some serious charges against her and you know how can you uh, something something and with some serious charges against her now i am no advocate for godmen or godwomen i mean i think they're all quite funny or hot depending on uh, who you are but, but arnav shakes his head ki i can't believe i'm sitting at the same table as this but throughout that story they didn't say what is the serious allegation against her the allegation that you know that lawyers made is that they indulge in some sexual activity in the name of uh, whatever meditation or whatever now that's not a serious accusation mm-hmm. like no serious okay, accusation so, she's doing so, something in so the pri- privacy saying, of her ashram or whatever yeah joke and like, she's not exploiting little children or you uh, know inducing now, uh, like that oh by the way i have to tell you hmm. on my <coughs> twitter timeline hmm. regularly i get about not less than 300 Hmm. on a daily basis people supporting us around yeah yeah see okay hmm. so for me to wade through the real stuff of what i do want to read from other twitter handles becomes a real chore and then i notice that one guy says how can the government not listen to the 8 million followers of asaram 8 million wow could that be true possibly yeah, possible. Possible. well yeah i mean that haryana guy yeah, who they couldn't arrest I had never uh, heard of yeah, him. Yeah. He had a few hundred thousand followers right there in Haryana. But even any time there's anything related to Asaram. For even for India, eight million is a huge number. No, but he has a huge following. Mm-hmm. But see, against Asaram there were serious allegations. So if an anchor said there are serious allegations against Makes him, sense. I can understand this murder. You know, there's rape. Uh, rape. There's all these allegations. Or so there's serious allegations against Guru Ram Rahim. Now but Radhe Ma, they, they, like you had four minutes of dramatic music and and then you had someone saying that there's a major accusation against her but throughout the story no one told me what is the accusation so i just think you know serious accusation words like this are thrown around without no, really knowing no i do think the biggest disease that i'm seeing in journalism is that everyone is thinking like questions are being asked or raised or in anchoring or in discussions or in article it's like a format if you're doing this kind of a story you have to respond like this it's i don't see any questioning Uh, out of format out of format uh, from any journalist i'm sorry you know who's going to be writing what the writing style is predictable everything is so predictable there are no surprises anywhere and i find that the dif- most difficult thing in india has been in my 42 years of journalism is to yank people out of <coughs> journalists to yank them out of thinking how they just grown up thinking and thinking completely afresh like 
I'm going to look at this clean. To just clean up your brain and look at things differently. So Rahul Kanwal has got it into his head that when you have a guru accused, it has to be serious charges. Think yeah. Or at least tell us what they are. No, no, at least want say to know. that some charges have been made if you have to cover the damn story. Charges have been made. Let's look at the charges. Why do you have to say serious charges? Everything I find that they're, they're responding in this predictable, predictable way, whether it's an Indo-Pak debate, whether it's, it's just everyone is stuck. It's hmm. damn dull. I just Googled the, char- the charges. Hmm. Apparently, it's the only thing I can find is performing obscene and vulgar dance steps yeah, during satsangs. No, they've interviewed the lawyer who's filed <laughs> the case. They said, what are the obscene charges? <coughs> they dance to Bollywood songs. <laughs> Bloody hell, half of Delhi should be in jail on obscenity. Not, Not half, all satsang. of Delhi. <laughs> From grandmothers so, to babies. So, I mean... Sorry, they come out with two fingers you know, up dancing. <laughs> take it easy on Maradhe. Uh, anyone wants to share anything else before we move on to the last subject for the day, which is the um, capture? You think of the that was their attempt at at sensational titillating, like you know, regularly India Today puts every three months some sex cover. Sex survey. <laughs> Maybe this was their. Yeah, but it could have b- still carried the same weight without him saying there are serious charges against her. You know, could have still run the same package. <laughs> now the Udhampur terrorist who was captured. Okay, is it just me or did the guy not? seem mentally okay he didn't uh, to me he seemed he drugged. seemed to be drugged yeah like he's on opium or something i don't know not opium, opium because makes that makes you sleepy, sleepy yeah. Yeah. not opium she really is a druggie yeah, she knows man. not opium but obviously Told he was so on coke something that don't he was on a terrorist opium no opium makes you sleepy oh god manisha no, really need to corrupt you a bit okay. <laughs> no he was definitely on something like coke or ecstasy you okay. think cuz yeah. he was a normal now why wasn't anyone asking that question i mean what, what do you think? I mean, shouldn't someone have said that, is this normal behavior for a man? Yes. Like I the way he was looking around? Somebody should have asked that question. He was too much of a high, like, you know, I'm so happy killing. <laughs> and it wasn't even, like, his expression, his reactions weren't those of a normal human being. Either he was on some substance mm. or he was not a, a mentally sound person. No, it definitely. Well, people pointed it out, but not that he's mentally unsound or whatever, but just that he's a, you know, he's a killer and he's, he's happy to kill. Look at him, shameless terrorist. That's about it. Okay, I mean, but I, I not. Uh, I mean, nobody pointed at how. Yeah, he just seemed bizarre and not right off. and not there. Yeah, he seemed off. Uh, but what do you think of the coverage of this? Um, Arnab had for the first time already three or four voices from Pakistan. I mean, he doesn't want to yell at just one person each time. He was yelling at all three. Uh, but the thing is, I don't know why everybody gets so excited about finding Pakistan's hand. It's mm-hmm. an old story. We know Pakistan's hand. Kya, kya as if like big thing we found Pakistan's. <laughs> We found it over and over and over again. Now, react Pakistan. They're going to say the same shit. When, you know, prove that he's from Pakistan. We don't know whether he's one of your own. So let's move beyond that, no? I think it's time to move beyond than just saying, so uh, it's Pakistan's hand. You have to take, take something further. I don't see any of this, the, yesterday's journalism taking it further. It was just stuck at the same repetitious thing. I, I don't know whether it's because I'm so old, but I'm getting really bored with this stuck record business. Everybody seems like a stuck record. It's old story. Anyone else? Well, uh, also interestingly, the Pakistani media did not uh, report on uh, the fact that India has caught two Pakistani terrorists. Well, and they wouldn't call them Pakistani, um, no? Huh? They wouldn't call them Pakistani, no? Well, I mean, no. Uh, so last time, the, the Indi- there's an Indian Express, Express report that points out that the last time TV anchors and reporters uh, said that uh, Kasab was Pakistani, <coughs> they uh, 
faced a lot of flack for it for being anti-national. No, first so of all, this is uh, yeah, go on. Hmm. No, so it's possibly that. Also, one thing I was um, so the Indian Express again today reported that uh, some of the terrorist statement uh, saying that I'm here to kill Hindus. It was this was fun. I've come here to kill Hindus. Yeah. And then, uh, so it was different. Some like uh, Hindustan Times, Daily Mail's uh, headlines said that I'm here to kill Indians. Mm. And then there was Express and other papers were saying I'm here to kill Hindus. So I was wondering what he'd actually said. No, I think and why, I mean, why the... It's hard to tell, but I mm. think also, I think uh, people were on Twitter and all were a little bit unfair to the press saying, mm. you know, prostitutes, giving different names to the guy. Mm. The guys giving different yeah, names. Exactly. The guys on a rep the reporters on the scene. He's petrified of you know missing a story. Mm. So somebody gives him a name, f official gives him a name, who the guy said, and then he changes his mind. The, this boy they've caught, changes his mind, gives another name. So I think to fault the press on <coughs> this is ridiculous. Mm. Also, uh, first of all, this guy's name was not Kasab. You know that that was a huge error. That uh, whose name was not Kasab? The, f the first guy. Oh really? So oh, when, we he all was, know when he was giving the statement, when he was giving the statement, he said his name, and then he said Kasai. Kasai is basically the uh, clan he, or mm. caste, whatever mm. he comes Butcher. from. Butcher. But the, yeah. Mm. So, so the constable recorded as Kasab, and then everyone picked it up from there, and it's still as Kasab. And in fact, yesterday there was a hashtag that said another second Kasab, which is huh. appalling because I mean, even there's no first Kasab. Because people know it's not. Because you know, you know, I mean, I know people in newsrooms in Times now who <coughs> realize it, it was a mistake, but then. Because, you know, it's populist, it, you know... Once it's gone, it's but gone. till the very end, uh, news reports kept... I mean, till he was Kasab, hanged, it was Ajmal Kasab. It just became uh -huh. Kasab because the, the mm. official record has it as Kasab, Kasab. But it was actually Kasai. And the con con constable noted down. The yeah, other story I thought is interesting. And uh, I thought should have been uh, picked up uh, by a lot of people. Uh, by a lot of, uh, I, mean, I mean, say, South Delhi feminists. I'm sorry to use the word again. So <laughs> the kumbh mela is happening, South Delhi right? or feminists? Okay. Uh, both. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the kumbh mela is happening. So, uh, so female sadhvis have been uh, demanding a spot uh, uh, for the shahi, uh, for the holy, for the holy uh, dip, right? Uh, for mm. a, a spot exclusively for them. A separate spot. A separate spot mm. uh, for them. A separate slot, not a spot. A separate slot. As in a different time. Different time. Separate time oh, slot okay, for okay. them. So time so slot. So, uh, and uh, uh, this is where? This is where? Sorry. The kumbh mela. Okay. Uh, Jain. Uh, Nasik. Nasik, sorry. Nasik, it's happening in Nasik now, no? Right. So, and uh, so male sadhus have protested, have objected to it. And uh, I, I mean, which is, and I mean, I think uh, it, it's something that uh, should have got much more. Uh, but know, why have male sadhus said you can't have a separate time slot? Because they don't think it's, you know, I mean, they're, they're fewer in number. There are, there are not too many female sadhus and they don't, even, they don't even have akharas. So, you know, this male sadhus come from like organized akhara. So mm -hmm. it's more of a. So what they're saying that they want to watch like. Sorry, what's the so they should not get a different slot. They to should bait. get a different slot. If you want to do it, do it. As in, because there, there's Matlab a jostling for space and slot, right? There's, mm. a, there's a jostling for space and slot. So, mm. you know, if you give one slot to women, so, you know, other people, you know, men are missing out on it mm. or whatever. I mean, in the sense that, they, you know, th there's. I mean, there's a, there's a designated time where you can do uh, where you do the, do the uh, dip. dip. So you know, so so yeah. I think I think I don't know. I mean, I suppose uh, I, that's an interesting story about how you know it's about you know Hindufta Sadhvi is you know d you know demanding for equal rights. And I think uh, it, it's an interesting story that should have probably been covered more than it has been covered. You know, so yeah. Mm. I, uh, so are you suggesting that there is a certain gender biased in the Hindu ethos? 
and therefore it's no, that's part of the course. I, no, I, no, I'm not saying suggesting <coughs> that. What I'm, sa- what I'm saying is that I mean, because I mean, beca- I mean, because these people represent, you know, come from ideology that's, you know, at least conventionally different from, you know, ideology where a lot of Indian feminists, uh, 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 to an and a lot of Indian feminists sub- subscribe to. So mm. I don't know if that was uh, th- that's, that's one of the reasons where you know why people didn't pick it up so much and know mm. why don't no opeds and <coughs> you know articles written on it. But I just think it's an interesting story, you know, about the Kumela and, you know, female sadhvis, you know, demanding a slot exclusively for them and uh, it not being there, you know, also that's also strange. Yeah. Interesting mm. because, I mean, I've attended two kumbhs and one of them was like the kumb of kumbhs when mm. kumb and the Buddha Purnama fell on the same day that, mm. you know, I think it was in 2000, uh, or was it 99, I, f- I forget which was yeah, that. I went to that one. That too. major kumb, you know, it was like it's never going to happen again in a century mm. or something of the sort. And Sushma Swaraj was on the same train. Oh, achha, no. in that kumb, a my th- thing of making a dip in the at the sangam was one of the most um, un um, let me see. It was not anything like I had imagined it would be, uh, because <coughs> you know they cordoned that off. There's so much of a rush, mm. and the bit that is cordoned off, like it's like a shelf because it's, I wasn't so good at geography. But when the two rivers meet, so they, there's it's like really shallow, and then it just drops off, and then it's deep. Mm. So they've cordoned that off, so you can't go into the deep, mm. and it's like this bamboo cordon. So, and the shallow is like so shallow, it's like till my thighs. So even if I squat, my head is still outside. <laughs> so you can't, so your dip was like, you had like a snake, you had to rango along the, <laughs> along the ground. So I'd gone for that comb, but I don't remember seeing any sadhvi akhara. You know, there was that guy who hasn't taken his arm down. There was that guy who's never sat down. There was yeah. this guy, I guy love akharas. that guy who hasn't taken his arm. You know what he's actually saying? What? He's saying, ma'am, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Miss... <laughs> no, I remember that. So no, um, neither have I. I'm not. Actually, I don't even know of uh, the express like sa- Sadhvi Akhara like or a Sadhvi. Stories. So yeah, mm. there are no Akharas. That's the problem. Akharas have been given space and slots. Mm. So don't and Akharas no don't have akhara. ladies. They're akharas just guys. don't have ladies. That's the whole point. So there's basically, no there's no place for men. Group for Sadhvis. Mm. No country for old women. For women. For, for saintly women. Yeah. women. Uh, so, is there anything else before we wrap up with the song for the day? Does anyone want to share anything? I want to share two things. Uh, one is uh, this really nice uh, piece on John Stewart on moreintelligentlife.com <coughs> about what made him so successful and why he became such a force to reckon with. I think it's really nicely written and very simply written. And there's another story on John Stewart on Scroll, which I thought was very good, mm. with an Indian angle. Okay, <coughs> I'll check that out. The Scroll piece on yeah. John Stewart. In fact, there's another piece on John Stewart in the New York Times today. Uh, his last, um, in fact, telecast is today, right? Thursday. Mm. Mm. So that's when he's going to say goodbye. So, yeah, goodbye. And that's what we should say as well. Anyone wants to share anything else before we say goodbye? Stop thinking like you're in a rut. I'm sick of everyone. I'm really in a bad mood today. Okay. On that lovely note, <laughs> <laughs> we wish you all goodbye. Remember, when the public pays, the public <laughs> is served. When corporations pay, corporations are served. Get on to newslawney.com, click on iPay to keep news free, get your friends, relatives uh, to contribute and subscribe. Uh, check out News Laundry Hafta next week. Hopefully we'll be back with a full force with Anand back. Oh, sorry, I'm not here next week, guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on leave next week. So you'll have the Hafta hopefully with a guest and Anand. And uh, we leave you with this song. And uh, we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All new episodes of NL Hafta on newsdonry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.